Back here on Darren, Donick, and Chase, ESPN 1025, the game, to date ourselves. Willie, our next guest, used to tell us about this eighth grader that he had. It was like, Coach Brothers, we, an eighth grader? Really? No, you don't understand how good he is. Well, no, we don't, but really? You're talking to us about an eighth grader? That eighth grader yeah, was see, on display last night and had over 100 yards receiving. Yeah, but Jeff touchdown. is laughing right now because he and I go further back than that. Of course, he and I were same class uh-huh. at Vanderbilt U. Yes. As Jeff was balling out there on the football gridiron. Yeah. See, we go further back. What were back. you doing we're way back. when he was balling? Watching. What were you doing? Watching, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, how the heck are you? I'm doing well, guys. I, I appreciate you having me on, and I hope you're doing well. And I'll tell you this: before there was Golden Tate, there was Willie Donick. That's right. Go ahead and get that out. Oh, he paid you <laughs> to out say there, that, Jeff. Jeff. You know he it. paid you to say that. You must be buying hey, your I want, lunch. I want to be the first to get the bid in. I'll give you twenty bucks for your prez to win the cup ticket. So I'm the first one in. Just make oh, a note of that. All right. Oh, we'll, so, nice. we'll start. We'll start collecting on this little ticket that we're going to do in Vegas. <laughs> Jeff Brothers, uh, head coach at Nashville Christian. In all seriousness, when you were at JP two, we. You did. You used to tell us about Golden Tate in eighth grade. I mean, I'll never forget it. And obviously he lived up to the billing and then some, made his return back, uh, was suspended the first four games and looked good last night. Uh, I, I guess you don't have another Golden Tate on this team, do you? Well, I, I would certainly welcome one, but uh, those guys are, <laughs> are, you know, obviously few and far between and so, such a great talent and so fun to watch him, you know, continue to do what, what we all knew he could do so long ago. But more than that, just a great man at this point and just you know a great father a great husband a great contributor to the community you know he went through an unfortunate thing at the beginning of the season which was um you know not uh not something that was comfortable for him but you know we stayed in touch throughout that and and i knew that when he came back he was going to be you know primed and ready to to make an impact and and certainly continues to do that and nothing but the best for that guy for sure What's funny, guys, is my junior year when I was at FRA, we did we scrimmaged uh, JP two when Coach Brothers was there and Golden Tate was was in school, and the coaches told me because I was the manager, like, "Hey, need you to do a scouting report on number whatever number he was at the time." Twenty three, like, yeah, yeah, twenty three. I'm like, okay, sure. And <laughs> first couple plays, I just turn around and go, "Yeah, good luck." He's pretty good. He's really good. Yeah, here's my scouting report. He's really good. Get him the ball. That's right. Yeah, get him the ball. Um, you've been at this for a long time. How much has this area changed, high school football wise, over oh, the years? Tremendously. Um, tremendously. I, I think bringing uh, the Titans in, you know, just brought a, you know, just the professionalism of football, of coaching, you know, the way that uh, the the SEC has now, you know, been broadcast, you know, and, and college football you know, television stuff. And, and it, I think this area has become really sought after in terms of, of uh, you know, high school kids going to college and then even for NFL players who are looking for a place to play. I mean, it's just a great area for, for professional sports of all kinds. And certainly football is one of those, and high school has benefited from that just in the, the training and the preparation and the coaching of these guys and, and, and their work ethic and their desire to continue on you know has produced some quality talent and um it's a lot of fun to coach right now at all levels in the nashville area well tell us what it's like being at nashville christian here's your chance to to pump up your school and tell us a little bit about the program yeah there you go i i mean nashville christian is just such a, a sweet place to to have your family i mean this is a kind of a throwback kind of situation i, I went to a local school here you know going up to high school at brentwood academy and this reminds me of what that felt like back in the 80s 
uh, to date myself. And, you know, this is still, uh, you know, our mission and vision is to be Christian, authentic, and dynamic, and I think we're making every effort to do that. Um, they do keep score, you know, so we're trying to be successful on the scoreboard, but more <laughs> importantly than that, you know, we're trying to prepare all these boys and girls for what life's like, you know, beyond National Christian School, and we've got a super administration, we've got great support from our families, and, you know, we're in a nice spot right here in West Nashville that's growing, and, uh, you know, we're benefiting from some of that as well, and starting a capital campaign to expand our facilities and continue to grow our programs and, and uh, hopefully put out a, a great product and uh, something that, that these guys will all remember for a lifetime. Well, one of the guys that uh, has come through your program, Jeff, we had a chance to talk to at SEC Media Days, and I, I know after talking to him and just being around some of the people that were with him that day, how highly everybody thinks of him over on the Tennessee campus. But Daniel Batuli is such an interesting guy with, with an interesting background yeah. and representing sure. your school very well. Yeah, Daniel's another one of those, you know, rare guys that comes along. You know, you'd say once in a lifetime, but I've been blessed that we've had, you know, a few in, in my coaching career. It just means I've been doing it a long time, I guess. But uh, what a great story, you know, having been a refugee from, uh, you know, the strife that was going on in Congo at the time when he was young and, you know, just kind of got relocated, uh, you know, to Bellevue, Tennessee, and then uh, looking for a Christian school and, and National Christian winds up being the place. And, um, it certainly turned out to be, a, like you said, a quality representative of his family and of his faith and, and from the National Christian and the University of Tennessee. Um, playing well, hope those guys kind of get the season going in the right direction starting this weekend. And, you know, we had a couple of guys at media days. We had Alex Givens as well, who's the right tackle down at Ole Miss and, and a, a senior this year and, and looking for, um, you know, a great ending to his college career and hopefully the beginning of a professional career as well. And, you know, both those guys have great stories. You know, Alex came to National Christian at a very young age and, was working through some uh, some learning difficulties, and, and our programs helped him do that. And you know, went on to college and has, has flourished, uh, to say the least, uh, athletically and academically. And just proud of what those guys are and what they're becoming, and, and how they represent uh, not just National Christian, but their, their family and their faith as well. We we uh, have had this discussion a lot, you know, in this day and age where uh, when you coach at a smaller school like Nashville Christian, the, football is a game of numbers. You got to have a lot of guys, and I know there's a lot of schools where. You really have to work hard to get enough guys to come out there. Uh, so right. what, what's it been like for you to try to get the numbers that you need and have all those guys uh, have the kind of experience you're looking for? Well, it's been a lot of fun. I, in my career, you know, looking back, I guess, I've been at places in sort of the growing stages. Um, you know, we started at Brentwood Academy with my alma mater, but then went to Christ Presbyterian when it was a very young program and um, was able to work with David Pack and build that thing up and then went to Pope John Paul when it was – still a pile of dirt out there in Hendersonville and you know was able to see that thing come to life and, and you know uh, grow the program there and then at National Christian now in my 10th year um, was sort of a restart for that program and so it's been fun to, to watch that grow my first year I think we had 27 bodies uh, at National Christian dressed out and um, you know that now it's not more than that a whole lot more we're at 42 or 43 now and just finding guys and, and helping them find a role on the team you know where they can contribute and help us be successful we have been blessed with some very very talented players, but we also have to make it you know make it work with guys who uh, you know have to be patient and grow and get in the weight room and learn their craft and and uh, give their best effort and you know it takes takes everybody to win a football game and and when you have smaller numbers it, it definitely takes all contributors um, and and we've been blessed we've had some good players and we've had a lot of guys that really just buy in and work hard and believe in the system and trust that process and what it's going to look like uh, you know in the end and um, I think we've. Won I don't know ninety something games in ten years, and so it's uh, it's been successful, and we're we're having a great time doing it. Jeff Brothers is with us, head coach at Nashville Christian, and, and just building off that, uh, Jeff is you know 
the game has changed so much in the last 10 years since you've been in Nashville Christian we've learned more about concussions and and different injuries and the effects that they can have long term so how have you taken that information and then adapted your coaching style as you as you learn more about what football can do to to somebody's body yeah, it's it's no different from you know teaching uh, and education. You know, you look for best practices, what's working, you know, what the research shows, and uh, you know we adapt that to our our practice schedule and our our you know teaching of contact and how we tackle. We do a lot of tackling drills where we teach the proper techniques to stay safe. Um, you know, a lot of things now where it used to be kind of just banging heads with other bodies. Now we do a lot of stuff with dummies and you know tackling rings and things like that, sleds and stuff, um, and just really you know putting an emphasis on, you know, being safe and not just the contact part of it, but also the conditioning part of it, the heat-related situations. Uh, you know, we don't do the classic two-a-days or even three-a-days like we did when I was growing up. Um, you know, we really monitor uh, their hydration. I mean, there's all kinds of science behind this. And uh, to be able to do that and for football to still hold the position it does in our society and still be, you know, arguably the most celebrated game that we have in our culture uh, you know, I think speaks to number one, the coaches and the kids that are playing it, and also to the the researchers and the doctors and all that that are helping keep it, you know, safe and so they can continue uh, and be the game that it is. We've seen, you know, as you were talking about earlier with your team with Daniel Batuli, Alex Givens, you know, playing in the SEC D1 football. We've seen a, an influx of players from Middle Tennessee, you know, go to the next level, and, I, and I'm curious as a as a high school coach how you how you manage that because you know 18, 17 year old kids, you know, getting these offers and getting visits, I mean, that can get get to your head a little bit. So, how do you manage it as their head coach and, and kind of a father figure? Well, it's becoming increasingly difficult, I'll say, and I think social media has uh, brought that on. Um, you know, we have guys, yeah, we have Daniel and Alex, you know, in the SEC. We've got Brandt over at North Carolina, uh, you know, in the ACC. And we've got guys kind of scattered all over at every level playing football. And what we try to tell them is, you know, football is football. And it's still 11-on-11 and it's still played the same way. And whatever level you have the opportunity to compete uh, in is going to be special if you decide it's going to be special. And so while everybody has the dreams and the and the hopes of being you know, at school, you know, X and whatever conference. And sometimes that, that works itself out. And uh, I, I tell people all the time that I've, I've been coaching 26 years and I have never given out a college scholarship ever. And I can't promise that anybody will get one. But what we do is just give out the information. Uh, we coach them the best we can on the field. We love them as hard as we can on and off the field. And we just kind of prepare them for the path uh, that's going to be developed, you know, in time. Um, you know, I think one of the greatest things I heard was Colt McCoy's dad uh, was speaking at a – I think an FCA conference down in Texas, and he said, and somebody asked him, you know, what's the best thing you did to prepare Colt uh, for, you know, what was to become a Heisman Trophy race, and you know, certainly the NFL and the University of Texas. And he said, you know, one of the things I try to tell everybody is not to prepare the path for your son, but to prepare your son for the path. And I think that's what we're trying to do with these guys is not try to map out what it's going to look like, but just give them the tools and the uh, and the spiritual foundation that they can handle whatever situation comes up, and if that presents an opportunity to continue playing, that's great. And if it doesn't, then look at the experience you've had and the relationships you've made and, and the lifetime of memories that, that you can enjoy. What can you tell us about Jody Brothers? One of the best athletes that nobody knows about. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we competed hard growing up. I mean, he's 13 months older than I am. So I don't know some people call that Irish twins or something like that maybe, but was my best friend growing up, was my chief competitor growing up, uh, you know, out in the backyard and even on the same teams and, there is no better, more loyal supporter of uh, of Jeff Brothers than Jody Brothers, and he even helps me now on Friday nights up in the booth. And 
um, you know, couldn't be happier that we're still together and doing this, gosh, since we were born. So uh, to be 48 and 49 years old and still be playing football together uh, is quite special. Well, in all seriousness, we have not seen or heard from him in a while, and so I hope you can uh, pass along a hello from us. I'll definitely do that. I'll see him here in a couple hours as we head down to uh, Somerville, Tennessee, to play Fayette Academy. Awesome. Hey, good luck tonight. Thanks for doing this, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate what you do. Have a good day. All right, you do the same. Jeff Brothers, who is the head coach, Nashville Christian, they play... Fayette Academy. Fayette Academy tonight. Down in Somerville, it's a conference game for them, and it's crazy to see just how that program has changed since he got there. Because when when I was in high school, Nashville Christian and FRA were in the same division, I guess is what they called it at the time. And that was always one of those, that's a W. I mean, it's like that that was the, you put the, the young kids in and the freshmen and all that, and now they are just one of the best in the state. In all seriousness, his brother was one of the, Jody was one of the first people I ever met in Nashville. Really? In 1998, yep. Me and him spent a lot of lunches at the, um, oh gosh, I'm drawing blanks, the the pizza buffet in uh, Nashville. What was the, the one everybody, oh, come on. Mr. Gaddy's? Mr. Gaddy's, thank Mr. you. Gosh, that would have, I would have <laughs> beat myself up. Now, I did Jody not come into work today many lunches thinking Mr. that we Gaddy's. were going to talk about Mr. Gaddy's. <laughs> Where, do they, they're gone, right? All of them are gone? I think they're gone. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, back in the day, People, Mr. Gaddy's was the place. The college students, they, oh. they were like, hey, man, that's the deal. All you can eat? Let me tell you something. They knew I'm both in. of us by name. <laughs> we, they didn't have to ask. They, they had our order ready. We were doing the buffet and a drink, and you know, we'll be, we'll be leaving in about an hour. And we spent many times, many, many lunches over Mr. Gaddy's. So we appreciate Jeff joining us. Alan Bell will join us in studio. We'll get into a lot of NFL stuff with him. We'll come back more of Darren Donick and Chase on the other side, ESPN 1025 The Game.